It's time for today's Lucky Land horoscope with Victoria Cash. Life's gotten mundane, so shake up the daily routine and be adventurous with a trip to Lucky Land. You know what they say. Your chance to win starts with a spin. So go to LuckyLandSlots.com to play over 100 social casino-style games for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Get lucky today at LuckyLandSlots.com. Available to players in the U.S., excluding Washington and Michigan. No purchase necessary. VGW Group. Void or prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. Step into the world of power, loyalty, and luck. I'm going to make him an offer he can't refuse. With family cannolis and spins mean everything now you want to get mixed up in the family business introducing the godfather at chumpacasino.com test your luck in the shadowy world of the godfather slot someday i will call upon you to do a service for me play the godfather now at chumpacasino.com welcome to the family no purchase necessary vgw group void where prohibited by law 18 plus terms and conditions apply with lucky landslots you can get lucky just about anywhere dearly beloved we are gathered here today to has anyone seen the bride and groom sorry sorry we're here we were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time no lucky land casino with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry in that case i pronounce you lucky Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day, lo. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Well, I don't know how you're doing, but here on Post Show Recaps, we're having the worst day ever. It's worst day ever. The 24 Season 2 Recap Podcast talking about Season 2, Episode 16, the 11 p.m. to 12 a.m. hour of 24 Season 2 starring Jack Bauer. I'm Josh Wiggler. Oh my God, Emily. Hallway fight. Sweet 16. We don't like it when our CTU dads are fighting, do we? <laughs> Mom and dad are fighting and I, we're upset. And I'm upset. Uh, the Jack and Tony battle for the ages. Uh, actually, I didn't think Tony had it in him. Lights out. Was, but you know what? He's taken on a lot of responsibility in the last hour and a half, two hours. There's a so lot of like, pressure. He kind of says that to Jack at one point. He's like, yeah, I'm, I'm in charge now. This is terrifying. I still have a bloody temple. Oh, my Someone God. Someone clean that for oh me. Oh, my God. I'm it, the boss now. It really, it, <laughs> it's really, really scary for me. It is. Uh, I'm, having, I'm having a hard time with all of this. Yeah, listen. Big decisions being made. Big decisions made. being made here as uh, we're starting to get some clarity mm-hmm. on what Act 2 of Season 2 is going to look like, Miss Fox. Everyone got sucked back in Everyone. just when you thought they were free. Yeah. They're like, shit, we got nine hours of show left? Yeah, basically. Oh, man. Uh, Kim's like, wait a second. Can I create one more problem that's really unnecessary? I I told you when it was happening uh, that Kim yeah. rolls up to this convenience store in this episode, and I had this like flood of memories come back, mm-hmm. or I had completely locked this out of my memory of twenty four. Yeah. Is this storyline where she's going to be held hostage at a convenience store <laughs> in the immediate aftermath of the nuclear blast? Yeah. Holy crap! I completely forgot about it. Um, 
it's because it's not good. Yeah, you started grumbling, and I was like, oh, no. <laughs> yeah. No, no, no. Yeah. Uh, but I actually thought a, a relatively electric episode of the show. Yeah, uh, yeah. You know, a lot going on. Stakes feel really high. I mean, the stakes are like, we're going to go to war over this, and there are people who are suggesting that they are going to be going to war over falsified evidence. Um, high octane. High octane, indeed. <laughs> I'm going to need to see a high octane. Uh, Computer. No. Yeah. Uh, high octane, I can do. Um, <laughs> all right, well, let's get into the episode. Do you want to give a preliminary letter grade or you want to wait till the end? Let's wait till the all end. All right, we'll wait until the end. I got I to gotta reminisce. You got to warm up. Got to reminisce on yeah. Memory's Bliss uh, as we're going to talk <laughs> about. Um, uh, yeah, everyone's like kind of reminiscing at the start of the episode. It's like probably like a solid five minutes or so before anyone speaks. Uh, it's just like the aftermath of the mushroom cloud of the nuclear blast. Listen, you need a moment to gather your thoughts. Yeah. And also sense. to like continue doing like the solemn <laughs> choir music. It's true. That I love when 24 is so serious. Yeah. Uh, everyone at CTU is watching it. David Palmer is watching it from his plane window aboard Air Force One. Mm. Lynn shows up and knocks on the door. Mike just like silently gestures not now lynn yeah do you think lynn's resume is like master interrupter uh she's pretty good at it that's all she does kim is on the side of the road watching you said how's she gonna get home and i was like well i think i remember how but uh you didn't <laughs> i didn't uh and jack he's got like these flares that he's shooting up while he's in the desert and wow lickety split look at this helicopter that showed up yeah brave chopper fighters to be like flying nearby you would think that like well they knew they knew the location of where it was happening so yeah, they probably but the bomb did their was best just going off you would think maybe wait until the bomb you know has gone off and you no, know, but you want to get him out of there before it hits the wind. I understand that theoretically, yeah, of course, but also like he's just one guy, and isn't he just lucky to be alive at all? The you know? fate of this country rests in his hands. Well, it does now. It seems yeah. like, uh, and, the, and also the fate the of Kate. He, the Kate of this country rests Kate of, in his hands. Yeah, how happy are you that Kate remains uh, a factor here? Not, not happy, happy at all. Yes, the fate of these three countries as well rests yeah, in Jack Bauer's these, hands. These on, ominous countries that will never learn the name. Will names never of, be named right? ever. Yeah, the deputy prime minister of one of these three countries. Yusuf Auda, who works for one of these three countries. Uh, that's as far as they will take it. Mm-hmm. Um, so Jack gets uh, picked up by CTU helicopters. He says, you got to call Tony Almeida. I told my daughter I'm dying. I'm not dead. <laughs> They're like, yeah, well, we can't radio anybody, so you're going to have to wait, guy. Yeah. Uh, back at CTU, Tony gives them the George Mason speech. Well, he told me to wait until tomorrow, but, uh, you know, it's close enough. Uh, he said, thank you. And it's like, oh, and then he's like, so back sweet. to work. He basically does say that he's like, look, it, to say it's been a long day would be a severe understatement, but uh, the, the long day is going to continue. We still have nine hours of show. Yeah, I mean, I was going to say, like, don't they have other people to come in and, and do the shifts? But, like, those people probably got killed today. A lot of them got killed, and also yeah. these people are, you know, uh, actively involved. You know, this is why David Palmer couldn't take a nap. This is what I was telling you. I'm tired watching everybody. <laughs> it's an exhausting show. I have a really hard time with the the realities of like what I would be doing if I were in these situations, which would be like being very hungry. So hungry. Being very tired. Very tired. 
losing my mind. My mind gone. And also having bad hair at this point. My hair, terrible. Like, you've been awake for a super long time. So long. You're not going to look great. You won't look good. Yeah. Yeah. Like, there was, like... Doesn't look good. Yeah, there was, like, one of the CTU staff people standing there listening to Tony and, like, completely nondescript woman. She had beautiful hair. I was like, no, you wouldn't look like this. Uh, How quickly... Especially after a blast. How quickly you forgot Michelle's name. Jeez. No, it's not Michelle. (laughs) She has beautiful hair, too, though. Yes. Uh, The the tendrils are tingling in this episode. We will talk all about that. Yusuf Auda comes to Tony. He's like, hey, could you just tell me something? You know, you know, we helped you get this Cypress audio. such a dick to him. Tony is like kind of a terrible guy to Yusuf out. It's like, yeah. look, all right, just get out of here. You know, no one even likes you, Yusuf. Like, like, Whoa, what are so, you talking about that for, Tony? Yeah, he like yelled scram at him, yeah. basically. Scram, get out of here. <laughs> Skedaddle, go. You get to go to sleep. You can actually take a nap. The rest of us have to stay awake, okay? All right. Yeah. Yusuf's like, God, I hate it here. Yeah, he does. Uh... There's a meeting that's going down to discuss the audio. Michelle is running late because she's interrogating Syed Ali. Which seems like completely out of character, but okay. Uh, well, that's what they're all going to say is like she doesn't have the training for this kind of an interrogation. And she doesn't really refute that. Uh, but this was Tony's choice and he owns it later on. Tony Almeida, maybe, um, you know, great character, maybe even great guy. How is he a CTU director so far? Um, He's a little... Uh He's a little crabby. He's a little panicked, huh? Yeah. God, this day sucks. Oh, God, I hate <laughs> this. I didn't ask him for this. Yeah. I really liked being assistant uh, CTU director. Listen, uh, as somebody who uh, understands like the, the pressure of needing to perform, Yes. it is a lot. It's a lot. It's a lot to step into those shoes. Michelle is talking to Syed Ali, and he's like, I'll just tell you whatever you want, because clearly you just you want to hear whatever your version of the truth is. He's like, what? Are you denying this recording? He's like, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> I never talked to any of these people. I was never in Cyprus in April. I was in Berlin. The bomb was a second wave operation. I've never met these people. And Michelle goes, oh, 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 gosh. Uh, (laughs) She comes to this meeting where everybody at the meeting is like, yeah, listen, they got like the like the best editor, the best audio engineer of all time is like, you know, you know, if if this was just chopped together, like there would be artifacts and altered cadences. Yeah, I love trust me. I love the the like sound speak that they put together. Yeah. It's such it's such funny dialogue. Yeah. Uh very good stuff. It's like, oh, now you're speaking my lang. <laughs> love this. Yeah. Talk to me more about audio engineering. Uh and Michelle shows up and says, So here's the thing, Syed Ali's denying it, and I kinda got the vibe that he meant it. And uh, everyone's just like, shut get up, out of here. shut up. Come yeah. on. We listened to the tape. Even Carrie's like, it's obvious that he's lying. And Michelle, you're not very good as an interrogator. And it's Michelle, obvious. You suck. She goes, it's obvious that he's lying. And Michelle says, it's not obvious to me. Yeah. Uh, and Tony's like, I don't know. Uh, God, this is uncomfortable. I would love to agree with you, but I don't think that it's right. And yes, the tendrils are tense. Yeah. Um, back on Air Force One, uh, the good news is uh, twofold. One, Jack Bauer's alive. Mm-hmm. Also, they expect zero direct casualties or close to it from the blast. Yeah. The bad news is uh, CTU has seemingly verified this audio, and David now needs to call an emergency session of Congress during which he's going to ask for a formal declaration of war. So, so now we know what the stakes are. Things have escalated. Things have escalated in a very significant way. War on the horizon, potentially by the end of the day. <laughs> um, at CTU, Tony's going to come to Michelle. He's like, oh, I know this is awkward, huh? And she's like, yeah, 
you're kind of mean to me back there. And he's like, I'm sorry about that. Uh, and uh, she says, it's all right. It's fine. Um, you said something, Emily, that I will not repeat on the podcast. Yeah, it was vulgar. It was vulgar. Uh, and but then, I'm not wrong. <laughs> you weren't <laughs> wrong. Uh, definitely not. Uh, and then on Air Force One, um, uh, uh, Hank Schrader is still here. Great. Uh, he's like, David, what up? We're going to do this. Whoa, yeah. Uh, and he's, uh, they're talking to like a bunch of the joint chiefs. They've got them on mute. It's a very awkward angle of them. I thought, I don't know. Deputy prime minister of one of these three countries wants to speak with David. Uh, and David says, I think we're kind of past the point of words, Lynn. Uh, she's like, yeah, but it's going to be really awkward and obvious if you don't take the call. They're going to think something's up. Aren't you trying to preserve some level of anonymity about any preemptive strikes? So David takes this call with the deputy prime minister, and it's very awkward. The deputy prime minister is like, David, oh, my God. Well, it's just, like, so clear that they're, like, you know, sidestepping everything and sort of just exchanging uh, really basic, you know, praise. Well, David has to, like, kind of, like, keep it together because he doesn't love to lie, you know, real honest Abe over here. (laughs) Uh, And so he's, like, trying not to say anything, but he's, like, kind of double speaking him a little bit. Yeah. Uh, And Mike Novick is sneering in the corner. He's like, oh, David, you're so good at this. Oh, my God. Mike has never looked more like Dick Cheney than in this episode. Yeah, very uh, extraordinarily Cheney He just keeps, like, leaning in and being like, yes, war. Yes, war. (laughs) Um, So so Jack returns to CTU at the same time that they're shooing Syed Ali out of there. And he's very mad at seeing Jack. He still thinks that he killed his kid. Uh, Tony and Jack have this moment in the hall where he's like, so you're the new guy. He's like, yeah. Oh, God. I'm <laughs> so nervous. <laughs> Jack goes, you're going to do great. You're going to be great. We'll catch up later. Uh, it's like they will. And that's not going to be so great. Yeah. Um, when Jack goes in, he's going to call uh, a, a police sergeant who is supposed to be a point of contact about where is Kim. And Michelle will then uh, sort of creep up on Jack, uh, taking a, a page out of the George Mason creeping playbook. <laughs> and she's like, hey, so I think that this is bad. And she tells him everything that she's theorizing. And you broke Syed Ali. You can read him better than anyone. Can you just talk to him? He's like, And Jack's like, I'm trying to get out of here. I'm really trying to get out of yeah. here. Uh, I don't work for you guys he anymore. He says, if you call about Kim, then I'll talk to Syed Ali. Uh, so he goes outside. He catches Syed Ali before he is transferred out of CTU. And he says, look, we didn't kill your kid. So I just want you to know that. And they're going to let you talk to your family at prison. Uh, are they? I don't think I so. I don't think so. I, I feel like that so. was a lofty promise. I think for this guy specifically, <laughs> yeah, who's no. like tried to you know, no, no, obliterate no, 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 a city no, no, no. with a nuclear bomb, I don't think he's calling his family. Yeah, no. Anyway, uh, so he's like, what I told the woman was true. It's not real. None of this. But he doesn't get to clarify any further because he gets shot in the head. Not expected <laughs> not cool uh emily fox's exact words at this moment in time were wow i did not see that one coming i wish i had a piece of chocolate cake i did and my thought was what are what kind of person just watches a person get killed on tv and then wants cake i've been thinking about chocolate cake for All a little day. while now and i got a sweet tooth after dinner. <laughs> i got a sweet tooth <laughs> yeah sure do uh, this wasn't the first time I mentioned the chocolate cake. I, I'm pretty sure I said something to you like 10 minutes before. Oh, okay. I thought you were going to say on this very podcast. It's like, Fox, the no. last time we met, you had two pieces of frozen baklava. <laughs> Let's not forget. 
Just because I like to watch the show with my desserts. <laughs> you like it when uh, characters on 24 get their just desserts. Uh, that's, that's your favorite thing. At CTU, Jack and Tony are talking about this, and Jack is like, all right, well, isn't this kind of sus? This is a little shady, no? And mm. Tony's like, Jack, we've got this handled. Uh, just go home. And Jack's like, Tony, there's a, there's a chance here that this man was just killed because what he's saying is true. You've got a responsibility to explore that, even if it's a tiny chance. And uh, Tony, with his tiny Almeida voice getting louder, <laughs> you don't let your man responsibility? You consider going against the grain some kind of virtue. And Jack goes, Tony, why are you talking to me like this? Yeah. I'm just trying to help. And Tony Almeida, who is my guy, you know this. Because <laughs> Jack, you know, maybe it's just time for you to go get your daughter and let us handle the rest of this. Season one, Tony Almeida... I thought we were past this, Tony. Mm. He's not having it with Jack. He's not having it with anyone, anyone. today. Don't he's you know what I've been through? He's done enough. He's I've had, had a really enough. hard time. I've had enough of I you. I think I may have blown with Michelle. Um, so, yeah, okay. At 11.34, we get to the convenience store, which I literally completely forgot about. Uh, Emily says, oh, God, am I going to have to drink now? Uh, <laughs> you did not indulge that no, instinct. No, I have my water in front mm-hmm. of me. Thank you. Um, and so she goes, Kim is going to this convenience store because she needs to use the bathroom. We're not going to check in on her again until like 11.50. It's a long bathroom break. Yeah. Um, the man who runs the store is character actor Brent Sexton, uh, who uh, you would probably <laughs> recognize from a bunch of stuff. Yeah, he does look familiar. He's the dad of the, the, the deceased person in The Killing. Yeah, uh, that's he's, he okay. was on Justified. He's been on a ton of stuff. Uh, okay. Great actor. Very good actor. Um, so he locks the door, though, and he looks like he's going to be yet another bad man in a long line of bad men. Um, at Air Force One, Jack Bauer calls David while he's in a meeting. He's like, yeah, society is dead. And I'm pretty sure that you're going to war over bullshit. And David's like, Jack, <laughs> oh, man. Oh, no. And he tells Jack, I don't want to do I'm not looking to go to war on bad info, but I can't stop what's going on based on conjecture. Yeah, we need evidence. We need proof. And Jack says, how, how much time do I have? And David's like, well, how many episodes are left? And Jack <laughs> says, is this, including this one? He says, sure. And Jack says, including this episode, we've got nine episodes. And so David says, well, you've got nine episodes to tell me whether or not you can prove this. You did a really good job with your math just now. Thank God. I'm really I think impressed. I'm right. I think I'm right. Um, <laughs> uh, and this is where you said, everyone's getting sucked back in, is what Fox said. Yeah. Including yourself, right? You're leaning in now. Yeah. Yeah. That was a pretty tepid yeah. <laughs> be honest um, i'm leaning into my microphone jack and michelle are talking they do this thing throughout the rest of the episode where they call each other it's while so like five good. feet away from each other it's amazing um jack and michelle great combo it's, i think a really underrated character it's pairing just a hysterical choreography that like someone was like yeah now we're gonna plant him right behind her um i can't even <laughs> pretend that there's gonna be like a love triangle between jack and tony and michelle but how hilarious would that have been uh that's not what's going on but it would be hilarious <laughs> Because they've got, like, no chemistry. They can't even look each other in the eye. It's like, I got to call you. It's too awkward. I can't (laughs) look past the tendrils. They're my weakness. Uh, She tells him to go talk to Yusuf Auda. Before he gets the chance to do that, Jack runs into Kate Warner. And this is the reminder that Kate is still on the show. She's here for a debriefing. And she's like, I'm really glad you're okay. Emily out loud says, get a life, Kate. Please tell me this last time we see her. Well. Nope. (laughs) By the end of the episode, clearly not. Um, It's also worth mentioning that um, during all of this, Carrie is watching in the wings. Yes. Well, she's seemingly like kind of obsessed with uh, Michelle Dessler, right? I think she's a mole. Oh, you think that Carrie's a mole? Yeah. You're on mole patrol. I am. Dun, 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 dun. 
I think she's working behind the scenes. That's the Mole Patrol theme song. Oh, okay. Um, okay, we're clocking that. She thinks Carrie's a mole. Yeah. Um, David Palmer's very upset. He and Mike kind of get into it. This is a moment where it looks like, uh, for a split <laughs> yes. second, Emily, it made me rewind. You said, is Mike crying? I'm like, I don't think he's crying. But you rewind it, and like there is one either really long single tear or a huge bead of sweat coming from his eye, and it's only in one shot. And yeah, then you get back to away. that shot, and it's been wiped away. Very funny continuity error. Just imagining Mike's single tear crying. Like, it's been a hard day for me, too. Yeah, I know. Well, he's like, it's not a lie. This is the truth. It's not all about you, David. Um, at CTU, Jack and Yusuf talk in the bathroom, and it but, doesn't go particularly great. Yeah, it doesn't. There's nothing to be. It could go. It could have gone worse. Done. But Yusuf is like, oh, are you actually like here to like, you know, pick my brain and talk to me about stuff that like I could maybe help you with? And Jack's like, yeah, but I'm not going to tell you anything from our side still. Uh, and Yusuf's like, well, then screw he, you. You're not as bad as Tony, but I don't particularly like you either. And mm-hmm. so he leaves the bathroom. And so it's two hours of Yusuf out of just like getting, uh, you know, pushed around at CTU. He's frustrated, this guy. I don't blame him. Don't blame him at all. Yeah. Again, I'm team Yusuf here. Uh, Jack gets a phone call in the bathroom and it is very shades of season one. Hello, Jack. It's me back from the grave. I'm alive again. Nah, I wish again that it was agent, uh, agent Gaines. Uh, no, uh, it's a, it's a different guy. This is the seventh coral snake, as you can tell, uh, the man who has a coral snake tattoo, uh, and says, I'm the one who can prove it's a fake. Yeah, I was in Cyprus on April 5th. I'm the one who killed Syed Alito. Almost had to kill you, too, but you moved to the... He's like, is this Teddy? It's not Teddy. I'm telling you, it's not Teddy. It's not Teddy Hanlon. Uh, this dude wants Kate Warner. Of all the things in the world that he could request, he requests Kate Warner. He's like, I'd Kate like to Warner. kill her myself. What an annoying person to have tracked this whole day. Get her out of CTU. Bring her to this tiny warehouse in 30 mm. minutes, just the two of you. Yeah. Uh, what do you think he wants Kate for? I don't know. Yeah. But maybe it has something to do with Marie. Mm, okay. Uh, so he wants Kate. I uh, don't really give Kate that much thought. Sure. Frankly. Fair. That's fair. Uh, She's just a vessel for a storyline. So <laughs> here comes the convenience store stuff at Kim's Convenience, huh? Uh, How about that? Uh, no, I won't desecrate Kim's convenience by digging no, it up yeah. with this stuff. Don't do that. Uh, this poor guy shows up. My wife, she's pregnant. We're going to the mountains. We're, we need we need supplies. Please open up. And Brent Sexton's like, no way, dude. Uh, and so he calls 911. Uh, and Kim's like, it's starting. And he's like, what's starting? And it's the panic. Uh, and this guy throws a grocery cart through the window and fights the storekeeper, nearly chokes him out. And then Kim takes out her gun from Lonnie and points it at him. Uh, and then the guy's like, give me the gun. Which is so... Ugh. And he just takes it from her. And so how quickly the mighty have fallen. Kim Bauer it's... from her highest to not maybe not her lowest, but... You know. I just don't understand. Like, if someone was approaching you, you have the gun. You yeah. clearly don't want to have to shoot them. But, yeah. like, you're in imminent danger. Do you not just, like, fire it maybe past him so you're like, hey... I'm not screwing around here. You think. But nope, that doesn't happen. He takes the gun. He gets a bunch of supplies. He tells them that he wants to pay for everything because he's not a criminal, he says, as he's holding a gun at them. 
and then uh, it just all of it doesn't make a lot the of police sense. show up and he shoots Brent Sexton in a struggle. It doesn't make sense. And then he takes Kim hostage and things really went from six to midnight. Yeah. Not great. Not I great. I don't love any of this. Uh, we're at pretty close to midnight at this point as yes. Jack calls Michelle from right behind her. Uh, he's like, I'm right That's behind you. The best part of a uh, really, this really episode. great shot of Jack being like literally like five feet behind her with just a partition uh, <laughs> separating the two of them. He says, I need you to trust me. This is my favorite thing to say. And it's the first time I'm telling you. And she's like, yeah, whatever you need. You're Jack Bauer. Uh, and so what, what Jack needs is for Michelle to go to Daniel Day Kim and get him away from Kate Warner so that Jack can go to Kate Warner and say, do you trust me? She says, yeah, of course. Uh, he's like, then I need you to leave with me right now. She's like, all right, okay, why not? You know, whatever. I, I'm still on the show. Uh, and Carrie is watching this whole thing, and she narks out to Tony. And so Tony gets to Jack and Kate in the hallway, and Tony pulls a gun on Jack. He says, what are you doing, Jack? You can't just run off with Kate. And it's like, Jack's like, what are you doing holding a gun at me? So he's like, I, I don't know. I'm very tired. Uh, and so Jack punches Tony in the face. Uh, Tony slams against the wall. You didn't really see what happened to his foot, did no, you? No, I didn't. Okay, well, we'll talk about that more next week because okay. there's a story there. I thought you were going to rewind and show it, but then you just started laughing and the episode was over. There's stuff <laughs> to talk about with Tony's ankle, and we can discuss this in see next week's ankles? episode. Uh, there is a there is a real-life story behind what we will oh. see next and why this was a very brief fight when it could have been much longer. There's a behind-the-scenes production story behind this. Uh, and that's the episode Jack has escaped CTU. Once again, going rogue. It's been a minute since we've had one of these. Letter grade for the episode, Emily. I give it a solid A. A solid A from Emily Fox as we are now officially back in morning time, 12 a.m. here as we head into 24 Season 2, Episode 17. Let, let, let us know what you think of the podcast. At Ron Howard, at Emlet. Come hang out with us in the Post Show Recaps Patreon Discord, patreon.com slash postshowrecaps. Fox, anything else? Nope. All right, that's it. We'll be back next week with more Worst Day Ever. Bye. Bye. It is Ryan here, and I have a question for you. What do you do when you win? Like, are you a fist pumper? A woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver. I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, void, we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus. Hey guys, it is Ryan. I'm not sure if you know this about me, but I'm a bit of a fun fanatic when I can. I like to work, but I like fun too it's a thing and now the truth is out there i can tell you about my favorite place to have fun chumba casino they have hundreds of social casino style games to choose from with new games released each week you can play for free anytime anywhere and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses so join me in the fun sign up now at chumbacasino.com no purchase necessary btw void were prohibited by law see terms and conditions 18 plus it is ryan here and i have a question for you what do you do when you win like, are you a fist pumper, a woohooer, a hand clapper, a high fiver? I kind of like the high five, but if you want to hone in on those winning moves, check out Chumba Casino. At chumbacasino.com, choose from hundreds of social casino style games for your chance to redeem serious cash prizes. There are new game releases weekly, plus free daily bonuses. So don't wait. Start having the most fun ever at chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. DTW, avoid, we're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on chumbacasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at chumbacasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's chumbacasino.com and live the chumba life. No purchase necessary. BGW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.